Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Yunkins here. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about how to help your racer. So this is going to be an episode where this will really be for the parents, guardians, riding coaches, friends, man friends, etc. Whoever these people are that, you know, find themselves in the support group of um, of a racer. And if you're a racer listening to this, then also take these notes. Um, I'm going to be speaking to, you know, the parents, the friends, coaches, things like that. But if you're a racer, take down some notes and, um, this is a way you can help kind of get your people and your support group all on the same page and, you know, kind of give them ideas of how to help you with your racing program. Um, just so everything's, Everybody's in sync. Everybody's on the same page. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, it's an individual sport, but um, it's one of those, as we know it, racing is one of them individual sports that takes a team of people to um, to get the job done. Um, really, you know, kind of on any level that you're racing, um, it takes some sort of a team effort. And obviously, this is going to be all information geared towards, you know, physical preparation. So, Everything here will be how to help you, you know, throughout the physical preparation process. Obviously, not going to get into, you know, bike setup or things like that. That's not my lane. So, uh, we'll talk about what I usually talk about is training, um, but from a different angle today. So, I have five tips that I'm going to share with you. And um, I actually have a bonus tip as well, but we're actually going to start with the bonus tip. Um, just because it's going to help kind of set the tempo for the rest of the podcast here. And that bonus tip is, um, I highly recommend, you know, if you're a parent or, you know, a friend or riding coach, um, this may seem really biased, but the bonus tip is to find a coach for your racer. And when I mean a coach, I'm talking about a coach like myself, um, you know, there, we go by many terms. People say trainer, strength and conditioning coach. Um, I refer to it as physical preparation coach, but really whatever people call me, coach, whatever, doesn't ever, doesn't really matter to me too much. Whatever people feel comfortable with using um, is cool with me. But um, so, yeah, obviously kind of a biased thing to say. Um, also good for, uh, you know, if you hire coaches, then it's good for the industry as well. But, um, (laughs) you know, uh, so why it's important to really consider hiring a coach for your racer. Um, you know, if you're in this position where, Hey, you, you work closely with, with your racer. And if you're not a coach, like you don't do this as a profession, you're either in like two sides of the equation. Um, when it comes to physical training and either you're going to be someone who you think you know how to train people or you just don't know anything at all. And, you know, a lot of times I get parents coming in and, you know, the dads will tell me like, yeah, I just want my, you know, my son or daughter to train with you. You know, we have a, a, a setup in the basement, but, and I could train them, but you know, they're really not, um, they won't listen to me. They'll listen to you so you can do it. Um, so there, there are people who think they know, um, how much they know is, you know, that's up for, up for debate, I guess. But, um, 
you know, we'll just say that people think they know or they just realize like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. So here, here's my kid. Here's, here's this, um, this racer. And then you do your job. Um, so why coaches are important, especially if like, you know, why beyond, besides the point of, hey, coaches are supposed to know how to problem solve every situation. Um, coaches also take out emotional decisions. So when it comes to problem solving decisions and, you know, hard decisions to make or just making a simple game plan, um, coaches don't really aren't supposed to think with emotion. We make the logical choice for the racer. So a lot of times what happens is if you're, you know, a parent or a close friend, there's a lot of high emotions attached to, you know, your racer. It might be your your son or daughter out there racing. Again, a close friend, like you really want to see him do good. And so do the coach. The coach absolutely wants to do it, but we just have it. We see things through a different lens. Um, but what happens is a lot of times, like, you'll make emotional decisions. And even if you're a racer that's doing everything on their own and they're making their own workout program, um, you know, if you make a workout program for yourself, usually there's a ton of emotional decisions you build into your own workout routines. And when you kind of start doing that, um, you know, you're flying kind of by the seat of your pants, um, you know, doing maybe one thing one week, one thing the other, um, totally might be on the wrong program, you know, like there's situations where it's, you know, people tell people, hey, you know, people may tell like your rate, you may tell your racer if you have like a workout program that you really enjoy you know, Hey, do my workout. It's really good. Or this is what I used to do when I raced. Um, we're going to just do that. Um, might be good. Might not be that good. You know, it's hard to tell. There's also the examples of, you know, Hey, Cooper Webb does this thing. Um, so you should probably do this too. Or, Hey, Fernandez did this to get ready for the outdoors. Um, this is what he's doing. You should do this too. And if you've been listening along up to this point, um, you know, a lot of good takeaways, you know, we could take good from any situation, but you know, whether it's your own workout that you do, there's probably a lot of good stuff into it. You know, a lot of what Webb and Frandis probably have done, you know, both being 2021 champions, um, you know, a lot of good they were doing too, but just because somebody's doing something doesn't mean that's, what's going to be best for you. Um, so at least with, if you hire a coach, that coach is going to have their own philosophy and whatever that looks like, um, you know, they're going to have something in place. That's hopefully a, a decent system for the athlete. Like they already have the, the structure ready to go for the racer to better themselves. And from there, and this is going to kind of help sort out the rest of this, uh, this episode here. But, um, from there, that's going to take a lot of pressure off your shoulders to where you don't have to worry about like, Hey, like I got to get my racer to train or to the gym. But now I got to figure out when, once we get there, what I'm supposed to do with them. So again, you're kind of, this will help you by passing the racer off to somebody else who, you know, is doing this as a profession to make, to make a living and to pay bills. So with that bonus tip out of the way, let's move on. We'll, um, we'll move into tip number one and tip number one is going to be accountability. So you're going to be a person 
where when it comes to their training, uh, be someone that's accountable to them. You know, check to make sure they're getting the workouts done. You don't have to text them or ask them every single time or every day. But, you know, be there to make sure, like, hey, like, get your workout in, good. Um, you know, every relationship's going to be a little different, so handle that accordingly. But, you know, be there to check to make sure they're getting the workouts in. Know that, hey, if I miss a workout or I cut a workout short, you know, there's somebody else I might have to answer to, you know, regardless if they have a coach or not. Then um, also make sure they're getting in quality workouts, too. Um, so if they're in, have an in-person coach, you shouldn't really have to worry about it. Like, you know, if your racer was coming to train with me at my facility, you know, there shouldn't, there should be no issue at that point where like, Hey, I don't have to worry. He's actually with the coach, then he's good to go. Um, you know, but there's a lot of online coaching going on. I have online clients as well. So, you know, you may, you know, Maybe if you take, you know, your racer to the gym, maybe you do your own little workout. Um, and then the rider is going to do his workout, whatever his coach has him doing. And just during that time frame of like workouts, um, make sure the, the rider is actually like getting the quality workout. in. maybe he's not skipping things. Make sure he's not, you know, he or she isn't, um, you know, skipping reps or skipping sets or, you know, really kind of just cutting like not shortcutting anything and hopefully they wouldn't be but hey like we're all humans and like it's not it's not totally unheard of for athletes to uh to want to cut corners here and there especially for things they don't like or things that they're not good at people tend to want to uh to not do it so we got to make sure they're getting the quality their the workouts in and make sure that the quality of workouts are being executed the way that they're supposed to be however that looks like for your situation. So let's move on to number two. Um, this will be meal prepping. And this one's really probably one of the uh, the simplest and, and really uh, a super helpful way that you can help your racer um, by just a couple of little easy solutions here I'm going to give you. But, you know, help your racer stay on track with their nutrition. And so keep in mind, like, racers are racers – they're not naturally, most of them aren't naturally going to be really good at thinking about having food, preparing it, and things like that. So this may be something that you might be able to step in with, you know, especially as a parent, um, where you could really help them, uh, you know, just have their nutrition on track. So this could be going to the grocery store for them, picking up their groceries, bringing it back, maybe while they're at the practice track or at the gym, you're at the grocery store picking up food for them having it there in the kitchen ready to go for for when they get back um just you know an added you know that's an allotted time that you're doing the work for them instead of them having to worry about going to the store and actually doing it um cooking for them you can cook meals you can uh, prepare snacks for them between uh you know their training and motos just having something there like hey you know if they're off to the track you know either make a couple snacks or just pack some things for them. Um, any little way, you know, you could, uh, you know, partake in, um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the, the racer is a, um, you know, your, your boyfriend, or maybe it's your girlfriend who's the racer and 
you know, you can have, you know, you kind of know what they like food wise, you know, maybe if you're the one that's cooking, you know, package a little bit aside already for the racer for whether it's a, a snack or a meal that they can go and, and just kind of grab when they need to. Also, just kind of meal prepping, like packaging up meals for the week for them um, would be a really great idea. That way they don't have to go searching around or they just know that the meals are already, they're ready to go and they have something to eat. And then also um, race weekend nutrition, you know, kind of lining up some food for traveling um, between the motos, you know, dinner, you know, the night before the race, all those little things. If you can, you know, somehow you know, help in any of these aspects would be huge, but these are, you know, a wide range of ways where we have to worry about eating every single day and, and the eating changes day to day, depending on what your schedule is. Um, you know, all those little, any way you can help in this category would be huge for uh, helping your racer. Number three will be sleep. So make sure your racer isn't staying up late. You know, you want to make sure that they're getting eight to eight to nine hours is really the goal. If they're getting that, you know, kind of, you know, maybe if they're a little younger, you can kind of extend it, you know, nine to 10, but uh, for the most part, eight to nine, if, if that's what they're sleeping, especially if they go to school and they got to wake up early, um, you know, those will, you know, eight to nine hours you're, you're crushing it at that point. Uh, but also be sure like your racer isn't sleeping in too long. Um, Cause at some point, like, yeah, sleep is great and you need sleep, but you don't want to be oversleeping and like basically wasting away at, you know, wasting the day away um, and missing hours of work because you're still in bed sleeping 10 plus hours or whatever the case may be. So make sure that that's prioritized. Um, they're getting to sleep at a decent time and also not staying up super late to where playing video games. But hey, like I, you know, I went to sleep at... um you know, three o'clock in the morning, but I'm still getting my eight hours, but I totally missed uh, my morning gym workouts because I was sleeping in. So uh, make sure, you know, you know, this could be something more for, uh, I'd probably say hopefully parents with younger racers or significant others, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, people that are living in your household, I would say. Um, but if not, if you're a friend or something or, you know, a riding coach or whatever, um, you know, it could be something that you just kind of send a text like, hey, make sure you're getting to sleep or, you know, just checking in on the person. Um, you know, sometimes it's just a little reminder. And, you know, sometimes we just hear another little voice helps us kind of stay dialed in. Uh, number four, um, be there to support them emotionally. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to if you're close with your racer, don't be afraid to talk to them when like things are getting tough. Um, you know, kind of be willing to talk them off the ledge, so to speak. You know, there's times where, um, you know, really the tough times is when people need help the most, uh, whether they want to admit it or not. Uh, when everything's easy, when, when people are winning and, and things like that, you know, everything's going good. And usually that's when things are just kind of clicking by and they don't need a lot of help. But it's really in the hard times that people need help the most, obviously. And for some reason we treat athletes differently when it comes to this sometimes so we got to keep in mind that athletes um you know especially racers they're humans too um and and racers most you know 
similar personalities. You know, they're extreme personalities, I would say, especially because they're very competitive. And, you know, they put a lot of pressure on themselves already. So when they're not living up to their expectations, um, you know, sometimes just a few words of encouragement can really go a long way for them. Um, this isn't an excuse to baby them. Um, you know, that will be number five here in a second. But this isn't an excuse to baby them and to, uh, you know, really kind of hype them up, I would say. But uh, this is just something like, hey, if they're they're in a tough spot, you know, whether there's an injury or they're not getting the results they like, um, this is the time to step up and, you know, really help get them back on track. And then I encourage you to learn how to encourage your racer. So learn what, what they, not really what they want to hear, but learn what they need to hear to get their head back in the game. And, you know, sometimes people take, you know, sometimes people want, you know, to be talked like, you know, more like gracefully towards, or some people need to be kind of yelled at more sometimes. I mean, you know, whatever it takes to kind of push their buttons to, to get, get their head back in the game and to help support them through whatever hard time they're going through, um, you know, you could definitely be that person there to help them. So number five, um, this one's kind of the opposite end of the spectrum, like I said. But this is, uh, you know, you can also be there, you know, just as much as you could be there to support them, you can also be there to keep them in line. So, you know, don't just feel like you have to be a yes person, no matter how cool you think they are because they're a racer or how famous they are, um, you know, or maybe they make X amount of money racing or they ride for some, you know, certain team or however many Instagram followers I have, like whatever the case may be, if, if you're in their circle and you're, and you're, you know, one of their people do not just be a yes person for them, you know, tell them when they're slacking, tell them when they're dropping the ball and yeah, they're not always going to be a hundred percent on their a game, but when their behavior is changing and their attitudes changing towards it, you know, they're going to want to hear from someone close to them because it's going to hit a little harder versus some, um, you know, like if someone were to call you out in the comment section on like a post or a, a video or something like that, you know, if they hear from someone that, you know, they respect a lot and they're like, hey, man, you're dropping the ball, like, you know, you're screwing this up, get your head, you know, like out of your ass, whatever you need to say, like um, to that person, it's going to hit a little harder than just some random person um, at the track telling them that, that they noticed that, so. Um, because these are all things that, you know, we look at, like, as it pertains to physical preparation, um, all these things that I mentioned here, these five steps, you know, like if I were to work with a, with the racer and, in one of these five areas, they're, you know, off the ball, like, you know, if they're not being accountable to their workouts, then I can't help them. If their nutrition is garbage, it's really going to make my heart, my life hard coaching them. If they're not sleeping, you know, like, that means they're not recovering. So, like, at that point, it's like, why even work out? Um, and, you know, if they're if they're kind of in a bad headspace and they're, like, you know, there's a lot of negative self-doubt, again, like, that's not going to be, um, you know, that's not going to be... <laughs> in a very motivating place. It's not, you know, if they're just in like this, in this slump where they can't get out of it, 
um, you know, they're not going to put that much into their workouts. And also like, you know, as a coach, like we only get so many hours during the week. Like, yeah, I, I see and talk to my athletes, you know, pretty much all the time during the week, but you know, I don't live with them. I'm not, you know, we're not like, I'm not talking to them all the time. So, um, you know, as a coach, I would be also the first one to step in and be like, Hey, you need to step it up. You're not doing what you need to do. But again, once you add the other element of like, Hey man, my coach just like told me like, I'm slacking, I'm dropping the ball. Like I'm screwing this up. If then, you know, the girlfriend and the parents kind of also chime in and, and kind of repeat that, then it's just added, um, you know, really reassurance that like, Hey, maybe I am like screwing this up. Maybe like I'm getting lazy. I'm getting, I'm getting this, I'm getting that, you know, like, you know, maybe that's the reality check that the racer needs. So I'm going to end it here today on, you know, these five points, um, you know, really kind of threw a lot at you at, you know, within the short amount of time here. Um, again, hopefully giving you some stuff to think about, some stuff that you could use and implement right away. Um, again, if you're a parent listening to this or just another coach that, you know, you want to be able to help your rider, maybe you're not the racer, but you have a rider. Or if you're a racer and you're like, man, I need to get, um, you know, the people in my circle how to help me a little bit more. Um, these are just ways, you know, you can kind of communicate back to them. Like, um, maybe if you need help with meal prepping, you know, find somebody in your circle that you could trust and help with some meal prepping. Um, you know, so take it for what it is. Hopefully this helps in your racing career and somehow, um, until the next episode, you can always go to my website, jytraining.com, uh, for more information and until the next time, catch you later.